Good morning, my fellow Patriots, and welcome to the Squad Talk Podcast, helping you get along in a crazy world. I am your host and fellow Patriot, Dakota Monroe. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, and we have a big, busy episode in store for today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about homesteading. Me and my wife have been doing some research and really trying to figure out how we want to build our lives and how we want to structure our existence, and we've landed on homesteading. Uh, We're going to be going over what homesteading is, what it means, uh, different things that you can do in homesteading, and kind of the advantages that you get from homesteading. But before we get into all of that, let's go ahead and start with our quote of the day. Today's quote is, We must let go of the life we have planned, so as to accept the one that is waiting for us. Joseph Campbell. Let me give you a second to think about that. See, I think this quote goes really good with today's episode, because it's all about taking the first step and opening your mind to new possibilities. At least, that, that's what it means to me. Life is the thing getting in the way while we make other plans, right? We must always stay moving forward to grow and become better. It doesn't matter what has happened or what could happen. What matters is that we wake up with the purpose every day to grow and become better than we were the day before. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I really am a firm believer in that ideology. I'm a firm believer in that concept. And I think that the world would be a much better place if everyone adopted that idea. Moving on to life advice with Hank, a self-proclaimed idiot redneck. Howdy, y'all. Hank here. I was told I was supposed to learn y'all something. So here it is. Change is consistent. Everything is evolving, and we must learn to strive and grow with change. Because if we don't, we may never be able to catch up with life. My Aunt Martha learned me that when I was about 14 years old. And then she didn't ever talk to me after she caught me kissing my cousin Mary, but I cross-dressed. Anyways, if you will please excuse me, my wife Mary is calling me down for supper. Y'all have a good one. (sighs) Hank, ladies and gentlemen, always inspirational and slightly concerning. (sighs) Well, we're going to go ahead and do a sponsor break real quick uh, before we get into the meat and taters of this episode. So let's get that out of the way and we'll be right back. And we are back. Moving on with today's episode quick email response we got on saturday's episode from aaron 
Aaron wrote, hey, I love the content and I can tell a huge change in your voice from episode one to now. Looking forward to hearing about your progress along the way. Keep it up. Also, just bought me and my girlfriend a couple of your shirts. Can't wait to get those in. P.S. What the hell is wrong with Hank? That's a very good question. And it's a very simple answer. Um, there is everything wrong with Hank. Very, very wise part of my brain, but also a very sick and twisted and creepy individual. And that's why I love him, you know? We all have our vices. Hank is mine. Anyways, um, and also, Aaron, I do want to say I, I'm really... Uh, I'm really thankful for all that support that you, you left in that email. I didn't read the whole thing uh, for anyone wondering. There it, there was a lot there. And some of the things you said in there, man, I, I really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Um, but I digress. Uh, let's get started with the meat and potatoes of this episode. What is homesteading? Well, the definition Google provides is life as a settler on a homestead, and that is extremely vague. Um, in my research, however, I have found that homesteading can mean a lot of different things. But if we were to just wrap it all up into one, one single definition, I would say that it means building a community with like-minded people that have the desired goal of becoming more self-sufficient, more self-reliable, and growing a, a skill set, and becoming free. And when I say becoming free, I don't mean we aren't free. I mean, come on, this is the United States of America. As Americans, we are free. But what I mean is becoming free from the cycle of doing things uh, for someone else. You know, you collect a paycheck so you can get things you need to live, and... I'm not talking about living completely off grid, right? I, I think we should break away from that cycle of, hey, let me go do X, Y, Z for you and you'll pay me this. And then with what you pay me, I'll go buy, be able to barely afford the necessities of life. Um, and, and I'm not saying we need to get away from having the necessities of life and, and go be completely off grid and a primitive survivalist. I'm talking about living off the land and producing for yourself and only doing the things you want to do. I'm talking about that that style of fuck you, I guess. You know, being in that position uh, where you don't have to do anything unless you want to. You know, I'm a firm believer that, that that's where people should strive to be in their lives. And it's not always easy to get there. It takes time and you have to build yourself. But I think that that's where we should be striving to, to, to go with our lives is in that position of I don't have to do anything. I don't want to, and you really don't have to do anything you don't want to, but if you're relying on a nine to five job or whatever to pay your bills, so you have somewhere to live, so you have food to eat and you tell them, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. And you don't find some way to replace that income. Well, now you're homeless and living on the street and you're hungry all the time and you can't take care of yourself and your family and, and so on and so forth. There, there's consequences, severe consequences to those actions. If you haven't built systems in place already. Um, now let's take a look at what you can do with homesteading. Like, let's, let's kind of break this down uh, in, in, into a list of kind of the few things you can do. So you can do food production. Um, you can build your own shelter. Uh, you can learn old, but new valuable skills, right? So like you can learn 
things about like seed saving and and evolving your 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 plants and things like that you can learn older building techniques to to make a stronger structure um you learn techniques about cooling and heating that structure like one thing that i found is you know you you plant some kind of bush or trees or vines or something to create shade over one side of your structure and it keeps it cooler in the summer things like that um you can take pride in what you're putting on your dinner table because you raised it you grew it you harvested it you processed it you put the the love care and time that that it takes to to make that meal all the way through into it so you can really take pride and enjoy that meal in such a different fashion than you would if you just went to the grocery store and got what you needed right um you can build a community or join a community and as i've been saying in all these episodes man i'm a real big fan real big believer in community i wholeheartedly believe into that believe in that concept and this is just an easy way to to find a lot of really smart and driven and amazing people to surround yourself with and something you learn in with interpersonal communications and and the basic psychology of people we emulate those that we respect right so if we're in a group and and you respect somebody and they start putting their interlocking their fingers or they lean back or they start favoring one side we'll automatically start emulate emulating those behaviors and we'll lean to one side we'll interlock our fingers or whatever one of the best ways that you can become better in life is if you surround yourself with people that are the way you want to be. So th that's something I really think is awesome about this whole endeavor or journey that we're embarking on. Um, once you do get all these systems in place and you build up to, to that position, it, it allows you to experience uh, the freedom of self-reliance where you don't have to rely on a grocery store to get your next meal. You don't gotta go to McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever trash place to get food. And don't get me wrong, farmers markets are awesome. They're they're better than the grocery store in my opinion, but you still didn't grow that food, right? You're still relying on somebody else to produce what you need and you can't you can't get away from that entirely and enjoy the commodities of modern living, I don't think. But the further away you get from that, the more you start to appreciate smaller things and, and the way your life is. You, you start to appreciate things and you're so much more grateful, I think. And when, when you're in that place, I think you're just so much happier. Um, you get to give back to the land that many people take for granted, right? I mean, look at, look at our agriculture industry, right? Look at, look at the way all, all of our produce are, are produced, you know? Um, nobody thinks about the fact that it took time to, to grow that head of lettuce or to grow those, to, to grow those grapes. And it took time to, to process and, and trim and everything else. Nobody, nobody thinks about that. They, they take, they take all of that for granted. They just expect it to be there and that's just not how it works. And, and it gives you a new respect for the one, the people who do that for a living. And two, it gives you a new a whole new respect and understanding of how, vital it is that we give back to the land that we take care of it because if you're not and you're just putting all kinds of chemicals and harmful things onto your property and you're trying to grow food well eventually you're not going to grow anything and if you do grow anything it's just going to be contaminated and nasty and disgusting and now you're back at the grocery store so it really gives you an opportunity to to really learn about preserving nature i guess and and that's something that i i personally am really looking forward to with all of this um 
if you are homesteading on a piece of land in the country, you get to enjoy the quiet tranquility of the country. And one thing my wife is really looking forward to is seeing the stars at night. That's something we both like is stargazing, but her especially, man, she loves it. Um, I actually have, my family owns a farm um, about an hour uh, west of, ja of, uh, of uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area right in there and uh like it, it's kind of near the the jacksboro jacksboro bryson graham all all that area uh without getting too specific and um, man we went out there after my father passed away and we were just laying out in the bed of the bed of the truck one night looking up and it was just so beautiful it was so beautiful then one of the cows came up and kind of scared her a little bit it was funny i thought she didn't think so but you know that's just me, I guess. Um, you get to raise livestock. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm an animal person. Like, I mean, I got my dogs laying right next to me, and I, I really am a dog guy. I really am. My wife likes cats, too, so we have a cat. But I personally, I love dogs. I love animals. And, yes, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't think animals are cute. That being said, I also know they belong on a dinner table most of the time. And, uh, it was funny going back to when we went to the farm, uh, my wife straight up looked at me and asked me if she could pet the moo-moos. Cause we've got about 14 head of cattle out there. And my uncle looked at her and said, well, you could, but they're not really petting animals. And I, I swear, I love that woman, but, uh, she gets a little too emotionally attached and, and I'm not going to lie. I probably would too. Um, once I start raising them myself, I'll probably get a little emotional connection with all of them. But I think that's kind of a good thing, isn't it? I mean, when you're emotionally attached to them, you make sure that they do have a really good life and they are taken care of. And, and then when you do uh, butcher them, you know, when you do when you do take them to slaughter and butcher whatever it is and you process all that, you don't you don't do it with malice in your heart. Right. You you take you take appreciate you, you show appreciation. Sorry for everything that you're getting from that you know whether it be a chicken a rabbit a cow a goat it doesn't matter you appreciate it more and yeah there is some sorrow in the act of you know butchering an animal that that you raised and i'm sure it can it can be a little saddening but you appreciate if you appreciate that animal sacrifice even more because it's allowing you to sustain yourself and your family uh, it's a great way to instill useful skills and self-reliance and independence in your children. So me and my wife, we're, we're getting ready to start a family. We're not expecting yet, but we're trying. And th this is one thing I really want to instill in my kids from birth is, is self-reliance and independence and, and true freedom and not living or growing up with that. Give me, I'm entitled. You owe me this because I exist mentality. Um, that's why we, me and my wife have already decided we're going to do homeschooling because we don't want to expose our kids to participation awards like, Hey, thanks for showing up. You're good enough. No, that's not how it works. You know, don't get me wrong. I think all people should have equal rights and equal opportunity, but not all people are equal. Some people are going to be better in some things. You know, I may be a better, uh, writer than somebody over there, but that person might be better at drawing or one person might be better at jumping and one person might be better at running or one person might be better at swimming and the other at boxing or whatever. We all get the same opportunity. We all, we're all born on the same field, but some of us are going to strive at, a, at different things. That's just how it works. 
And, and I'm sure there are countless other things um, you can do with homesteading. And like, I'm sure I can make this list a million miles long if I wanted to. But, but I feel like you get the point. Uh, and while all these things sound great, there are some serious things to consider as well because it's not going to be easy. Learning the skills that go with homesteading, taking time the, and practice, and I don't know if you ever truly master those skills. So you're, you're always going to be learning. And for some people, the reala realization of that makes becoming a homesteader a very scary idea to them. And part of becoming a homesteader means you never really arrive at that goal because there's always something new to learn, right? There's always something you could do a little bit different to improve your way of life or the the way something operates or, or the efficiency of your property or your, your environmental footprint, all kinds of things. Like there's so much that goes into it and that can be very daunting and, and scare a lot of people out of becoming a homesteader. And then there's also the fact that it's just not for everybody. Not everybody is, is cut out for that lifestyle. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job, especially where food production is concerned. And for some people, that's just, that's, that's too much of an ask. It's just too time consuming. Um, some people may struggle with keeping an open mind in this process too and feel as though it isn't for them because they may think things have to be done this one way and it doesn't. Um, like, let, let's say, for example, you live in an apartment and you want to try homesteading, but you don't have the money to go buy some land. Well, the thing is, you don't have to build yourself, uh, you don't... You, you don't have to own land. Sorry. You can build yourself a grow bed and, and you can put it on your patio or something like that and start teaching yourself how to grow different foods or just start with teaching yourself how to get different plants to root or you could grow some herbs or, or something, right? Let, let's say you have a decent sized backyard and you could start teaching yourself hydroponics, aquaponics. Um, you can tar start teaching yourself how to create good compost. And, and the list just kind of goes on there. There's a lot of small things you can start doing um, today. And if you want to embark on the journey of homesteading, all you have to do is start taking small steps forward uh, to becoming more self-reliant and independent, uh, from external inputs like food, for example, or something else I would even consider building a business to, I would consider building a business to fall under the new meaning of homesteading because you're, you're teaching yourself a skill to become more self-reliant. If you work for yourself, you don't have to rely on somebody else up maintaining a business so that you can have a job and making sure that they, you don't got to worry about that person making sure that their payroll is right. So you actually get paid and you also don't have to work for an asshole. That's a huge benefit. That's why I'm trying to start my own business. I, I don't like working for people. I, no, I'll pass. Thank you. I like working with people, not for people. Um, you know, just start teaching yourself the skills needed so you can do things you want to do, not things you have to do. Right. Uh, one of the biggest things I think is, uh, someone, One of the biggest things, things I think someone needs to do this is the right mindset. Um, sorry, I wanted to figure out how I was going to phrase that. Um, for me, uh, 
my mindset is I want to be financially free. I want to be in a position of fuck you. Well, and one way to do that is start a business and that's what I'm doing, but I don't want to just be about the bottom line. I want to help people. I don't want to profit from being a drain on society or a drain to someone's bank account. I want to also build a community around the thing I love. And the more I look into it, the more I love self-reliance. I love learning new skills. I also love to teach and discuss and connect with people. I love to talk and I honestly talk a little too much sometimes, but I, I do. And I, I love to educate and discuss and, and challenge people and have myself challenged and, and learn. And it's just, it's so invigorating to me. I, I'm so passionate about that concept of you teach me and I'll teach you and let's discuss how we can be better, right? Always motivating each other, always moving to, to grow and be better. I love that. And I am so grateful for the people in my life who have been like that. And that's why I'm at the point I'm at now. That's why I'm doing this podcast today because I want to share that with the world. And, you know, it's just, it's so awesome to me that I'm even in a position to be able to do this one. And two, that I do have the support system that I have. It's just, it's, it's amazing to me. Um, now, one thing I would say to avoid is worrying about all the small things. Don't, don't sweat the small stuff, right? Find the big picture and, one day at a time, one step at a time, start working to that goal. I don't care if the goal is to lose weight or to buy land or move into the wilderness and live off grid. It doesn't matter. Either way, it all starts with that first step. If you're trying to lose weight, okay, let's, let's assume you drink soda. So let, let's assume you drink soda five, you drink five uh, cans of soda or five so, soda drinks a day. Well, let's say for week one of your new diet, you, you drink four a day and replace that one thing of soda with a thing of water. And then uh, the second week, you remove two things of soda and you add two things of water. So you're drinking three sodas and two waters. And let's say you do this all the way down till you get to five things of water a day and no more soda in your diet. That's great. Now find the next step. Do what the next thing is, but don't wait till you get there to find the next step because then you're going to be stuck in this place of limbo and you're going to lose that momentum and lose your drive, right? Think about your next step while you're working on this step. Like, focus on what you're doing, obviously, but start devising a plan. Start getting ready for the next thing. Don't look at just the move right in front of you. Look at the move and look at the, the next move, right? Look at the move past that, the one past that, and so on. So that when you complete this one thing, you're you already know what the next thing you need to do is you're ready you're there you start doing it um let's say you wanted to buy some land but uh you you know you're not really in the financial place to to just go buy some land so let's say you start saving a dollar every day for a week then go to two dollars every day for that week for the second week then go to three dollars a day every day for the third week and, and you continued this every week at the end of the year you would have nine thousand six hundred forty six dollars and that would be enough for a down payment on some land but maybe you're not in a place where you can financially do that and that's okay next thing i'm going to recommend to you is the uh 52 week challenge i think is what it was called so 
that that way that goes is you save a dollar on week one you save two dollars on week two three dollars on the third week and so on for a year and at the end of the year you have one thousand three hundred seventy eight dollars and if you repeated that every year for five years starting back at one dollar on the first week two dollars at the second week three dollars on the third week just like that at the end of five years you'd have almost seven thousand dollars and i know right now five years may sound like a long time but something a lot of people do is they put too much expectation on what they can do in five days and they undersell themselves on what they can do in five years. While five years may be a decent chunk of time in the grand scheme of things, when you're 85 years old, five years really isn't anything, right? So don't worry about how long it's going to take. Just take that first step. Focus on what you can and do what you can now. Start moving forward. Start the journey. And if you continue on that path for the course of time, however long it takes, eventually you will get to where you want to be. Uh, and, and like I said, I get it. Life gets in the way and, and slows us down. So it takes us a little more time to reach that goal. But homesteading isn't about how soon you reach that goal. It's really not. It's about the journey. It's about how you get to that goal. When we work hard for something, we appreciate it more. Take more pride in it, we, or we take more pride in it, because we did the work, right? Now, we have a society that loves the word, give me. That is, that is the, oh my God. So many people believe they are entitled to all these things and don't want to take responsibility for getting them. And that is just wrong. The only thing a person is entitled to is opportunity. And we all wake up with the same opportunity every day. And I don't, it, it, don't give me some shit. Don't, don't give me some bullshit about, well, I don't have the opportunity to something because no, fuck that. It's bullshit. I don't care what your background is or where you are from or what so-and-so did or what someone told you. None of it matters. Every day we wake up with a choice. Every day we wake up with a choice to be better than we were yesterday. We, get, we also have the choice to be the same as we were or be worse than we were. And if you ask me, being the same and being worse are the same damn thing. It's just being fucking worse. You're making no progress. Don't make up excuses and start moving forward. And don't misunderstand me. Yes, there are things that will get in our way. And slow us down. Slow down your progress. But that's life. It gets in the damn way. Right? It gets in the way while you're making other plans. But just because something got in the way doesn't mean we stop. Just because the first attempt failed doesn't mean you give up. Fuck that. Get up the next morning, get your ass out of bed, put on your damn boots, and start attacking the problem from a different angle. And if you do that long enough, three things will happen. One, you'll start to make the change you want to see. Two, you'll start to grow. And three, other people will start to follow and join in. Because that's what happens, right? When people see change, people start to join the change. And if it's it, that is if it's a good and positive change. Don't get me wrong. There's some idiots and assholes out there that support negative things. And fuck them. They don't matter. Okay? None of this is a race. It, none of this is going to happen overnight. Unless you've got, you know, $10 million in your bank account. Then, yeah, sure, you can go get your land and get everything you need set up. But it's still going to take time to build. It's still going to take time for all of your plants to, to grow. It's going to take time for all of your livestock to grow. 
Okay. It doesn't happen overnight. Not for anybody. It takes time to learn the skills needed to do this. So accept that fact, accept the fact that it's not going to be quick. Don't worry about, about the time frame. Worry about the journey. Fall in love with the process. Fall in love with becoming better every day. Because if you don't do that, if you're not even willing to try doing that, then you're going to stay stuck in the same dead end nine to five job you got. You're going to stay miserable and unhappy, or you might even worse, you might stay complacent. And why is staying complacent work or why is staying complacent worse? Because if you stay complacent, you never try to change. If you're miserable and unhappy, eventually you will break and try to change. And I, I know that I'm kind of going off on a, on a, tangent here but but the the thing is you have to start with a before you get to z and and that's all i'm going to say i'm not going to light up your eardrums and, and and blow up over this um it just stay on the path find find yourself or find who you want to be find the life you want to build and work one step at a time i don't care how small the fucking step is one step at a time until you reach that goal uh, moving on to the plan my wife and I put together for homesteading. Uh, me and my wife are blessed to be in the position we're in. And because of that, we can afford to start with buying some land. We weren't just given that position, though. We, we, we had to make quite a few sacrifices for it. Um, but because of those sacrifices, we can afford some land. So that is step one. Um, sort of. We're looking at uh, some lots that are between one and a half, four or five acres with a well and electric on it. And like I said, we want to decrease our environmental footprint, but we also don't want to be primitive survivalists living off grid completely. We do plan on create setting up uh, some infrastructure for green energy, um, most likely solar, possibly some wind and when, when we get there, we'll, I'll definitely be doing an episode on that. I'll probably be posting it to the YouTube channel, which, by the way, uh, just a heads up for all of you, starting this Saturday, all of our podcasts are going to be video recorded and posted to YouTube. So be looking out for that. I'll, I'll give you more details uh, in Saturday's episode and uh, maybe in Friday's. Anyways, um, so all these properties, they have modular homes on them, no, nothing fancy. Uh, but it'll be ours and that's an important thing, but that's kind of our first step. So right now we're learning everything we can about things like permaculture, hydroculture, hydroponics, aquaculture. We're teaching ourselves about raising rabbits and ducks. Um, we're also teaching ourselves about raising chickens and, and things like that and how to set up wind and solar energy, like I was saying, and, and how to make our property more efficient. And compared to what we have learned now to what we will have learned in 10 years, currently we don't know a damn thing, okay? Um, we are taking it one step at a time, though. And for us, the first step is kind of two parts. It's one learning about all these things and, and we're doing it one thing at a time. You know, every day I watch about an hour videos on YouTube and every week I do about an hour of research on whatever I'm learning for that week. My wife does about the same. Um, so we're, we're taking it in small steps like that. And we're also working with a realtor and a lender to, to try to get us the property. We want a good property that we feel comfortable with starting with. Um, 
and and while we're doing this we're putting together a crude plan so that we can just follow the steps that, that we've we've assembled for ourselves once we complete one thing we know what the next thing is right like i was saying so step one is to educate ourselves and get a property uh step two is um to decide where we want to start do we want to start with hydroculture aquaculture do we want to start raising rabbits first or doing our, our meat production what do we want to start with first as far as that goes um and then step three is going to be figure out how we can scale this and grow this to where we don't need any external input for our food consumption and we barely need any electrical input or no electrical input at all <laughs> get to that place of self-reliance and i know this is very crude and, and there's going to be a lot more steps in this plan and, and as we grow and learn I'll, I'll be sharing that here but the whole point is to just take that first step right you gotta you gotta start the journey um uh so right now um we're going to right now we're thinking we're going to start with building a couple wicking beds, a couple grow beds and learn how to create healthy compost and set up uh, a hydroponic system. Uh, after we get those things set up, we're going to start growing things uh, that are like, you know, salad greens, peppers, things like that. Um, along with that, we also want to start uh, doing two cycles of meat chickens every year. Uh, and raising laying hens and we're going to see what system works for us and expand from there one thing that my wife and me are really seriously considering is also raising rabbits i've had rabbit before i like rabbit i think it's good eating she's not too fond on the idea of raising rabbits because she thinks bunnies are cute of course and she doesn't want to name them the way we're going to cook them so yeah there there is that um but first things first, we we need to to obtain the knowledge, right? And while we obtain the knowledge, we're going to get ready for all those things as best we can. And once we start implementing those things, we're going to document all of it and share the journey here and on YouTube with all of you and, and let you all experience it with us as best we can. Um, and that that's kind of the point of this right to to do that with this community uh that we that we're trying very hard to build i mean this this is the family we want to be a part of and we view ourselves as patriots you know the way we view patriots are people working towards freedom and independence people working towards self-reliance that's that's what we view a patriot as and our name and slogan says it all right 1776 squad for true patriots but there, there's more to it than that and if i help if i help somebody else grow right if, if i do this and then you know i come on here and it's like hey guys we've been trying to figure this out but we just can't can somebody who's experienced this before reach out to me and help me try to get this going well see now that that gives me a real world connection because somebody will know something about it i'm sure reach out and and now i can start to build a lifelong friendship or relationship with that person and and really put a face to the community put a face to the to the people that are in this community and that is something that i am very seriously seriously looking forward to but anyways um that's enough rambling from me uh i think that's going to do it for this episode uh closing statement first though is take the first step move forward 
and discover yourself. Uh, th- that's kind of the three things I want you to take out of this episode. Homesteading, it can be so many things. It can mean whatever you really want it to mean. If you're curious about it, here's what I recommend you do. Go to YouTube. Just look up what is homesteading and watch the first 10 videos. See what all the people say about it. See, look at the passion behind what they're saying. And if you do that and you decide it's not for you, well, okay, then that's fine. But if you do that and and you see that happiness and that passion and the way they get fired up when they're just talking about it, you cannot imagine what it's like when they're actually out there doing it, when they're living that dream. And, and homesteading is a very easy dream to, to get to, to live. All it takes is a decision. If you decide you're going to do it, you will put action to that decision. You will put action behind that choice. And once you put action to it, it's, it's like a wildfire. It just grows. So we're going to take our last sponsor break of this episode. When we return, we will do the question of the day, a few updates, and a quick description of Friday's episode. So we'll be right back, y'all. And welcome back. So before we get into the question of the day, a few quick updates. Like I said earlier, we're going to start uploading all of our podcasts to YouTube either Friday or Saturday. On Monday, we will have a 20% off sale on all our merch, which you can find at 1776squad.com. Sorry, had a bit of a brain fart right there. Uh, So make sure you check all that out, though. If you want to help support this podcast, check out the show notes below this episode, and you'll find a link that will allow you to become a monthly supporter, starting as low as $0.99 and going all the way up to $9.99. You can also share and rate our podcast to help us find more badass patriots striving for a better life. Uh, You can find this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, and Anchor. But please, please, please remember to rate, leave a review, and follow on whatever streaming platform you listen on. Um, And don't forget to click the notification bell so you can get alerted whenever we uh, release a new episode. Uh, According to the analytics, we are up to almost 100 in the squad and that is awesome. We are so happy about that. We absolutely love that. Uh, we definitely didn't think we would have this much success this quick, but you know, it, we've gotten lucky on some things and, and we're just, we're doing really well overall. And that's all because of you, all of you guys, y'all are, y'all are amazing. And, and we really appreciate all the support. Um, in Friday's episode, we are going to be going into more detail on financial freedom um, as kind of a continuation for the from the prepping episode or prepping for another pandemic episode. Um, so we'll be covering things like the difference between savings, investing in the stock market, and cryptocurrency. Um, on Saturday, we're going to be doing a big update as far as where the show is at and the development of our platform. And hopefully in the next couple months, we'll be able to start a new special segment Kind of like Saturday Free Talk, but I'll, I'll talk more about that on Saturday. Moving on to today, to, I'm moving on to today's question. Sorry, as Dan Cummins would say, I'm a mush mouth. Um, today's question is, what is homesteading to you, and how would you or how did you start? Make sure you remember to email us your answers to Squad Talk Podcast at 1776squad.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today, all you amazing patriots, and we will see all of you in the next episode. Have a great one.